Jimmy Wags, um, we, a lot to talk about, a lot to digest in this episode of Off the Rails with Sloppy Yellow. We got Rob Lopes going to join us. Billy Bradley's trying to get another $600 piece of shit camper ready for the weekend. So um, he's not, I don't know if you saw that text. Billy Bradley's trying to find him a top five this weekend. <laughs> well, he's already lost. Uh, I can tell you that. Billy's already starting in the, uh, a lap down, so he's not in, in very good shape. But I, instead of talking about Pocono right off the bat, I, I kind of want to talk about uh, a few big things that have that have come here. You know, Jeff Gordon is absolutely going to be the number two man at, at Hendrick Motorsports. We touched on it briefly. We've had a little bit of, of time to to digest this. And, you know, coupled with the news that Chip Ganassi is selling his race operation, his entire organization, basically, of, of, of NASCAR. The whole thing. To the broom is going, and dustpan, man. To the broom yeah. and dustpan. It is a 100% complete exit from NASCAR. Um, he's not keeping anything. It's it's a, it's literally, like you said, the broom and dustpan is going in the track house. And I, it makes me... I, I know these two things aren't related. Chip Ganassi didn't, you know, hear the news last week or whatever it was when Jeff Gordon was coming in. But we talked about the fact that this current crop of NASCAR owners are largely old and been in the business yeah. for 30 years. I mean, you've got you know, Denny Hamlin. 30 years plus, yeah. Yeah, 30 years plus. Denny Hamlin's in here. you got track house, obviously, they're pretty new. you got Spire Motorsports, but I would argue – Fire Motorsports is anything but new. All those guys have been in the business for 30, 40 years, right? I mean, they're, they're not new. They're just a, it's a new team. But the people, they're not new blood. Let's put it that way. Trackhouse coming in and taking the entire, um, I mean, Justin Marks, when he came in, he was like, hey, we are going to be uh, a force to be reckoned with. Nobody took him seriously, myself included. And then he announced that he was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just, it's, it's just a lot. And when he announced uh, Pitbull was coming on, I was like, oh shit, that already is right off the bat. That is disruptive. That is different. And and what they've done over there at Trackhouse is really interesting. It's almost like they don't know enough. They they don't know what they don't know. So oh, ignorance yeah. is kind of bliss. Yeah, and um. Jimmy, I have to say they're they're not doing anything they're not doing anything wrong. They're having no. fun. The ownership seems to be season, yeah, they're having a really good season for a brand new you know team out the bat and all that. The the paint schemes are are good. You got there's just a lot of upbeat around that team, and it doesn't hurt that they're having a good season, but. Jimmy, is this the begin? Is Chip Ganassi? Now we also heard Brad Keselowski, you know, is is coming over as a part owner. So in, in the in the span of the last three weeks, we've had Roush Fenway Racing, a cornerstone of the NASCAR industry for thirty five years, bringing in new ownership. Um, Hendrick Motorsports, the 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 evil Hendrick Motorsports, are bringing in some new um, ownership and 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 some new people at the top that run. How you got Chip Ganassi getting out? Are, are, we've seen Denny Hamlin get in recently. Is this a 
is this a trend that's going to happen throughout the series? Are we ready for? I mean, it's it's twenty twenty two is bringing in new changes, Jimmy. Is is this it for a while? Or are we going to continue to see more of this? No, I, I think we're going to continue to see more. You know, um, starting off with the uh, with the Brad K, uh, you know, um, impending uh, ownership deal. You know, um, I think that was a great move for him, and you know him. You know, I think it really. He's embedded into racing. His family is all about racing. His dad, he ran, you know, he ran for his dad's truck team. Um, and I think, you know, Roush, uh, Jack Roush, he, obviously he's not getting any younger, man. He's been through a lot in his life. And I'm yeah. sure that the infusion of usefulness that Brad Kozlowski is going to bring is going to, uh, it's going to pump up that organization. And uh, they're going to they're, they're on the upward trend right now. You know, I know you know Newman's been struggling, but Chris Buescher was having a great start to the season, and he's been struggling as of late. But still, I mean, Roush is definitely far and away better than it was a couple years ago. Right now, so get a guy like Brad Kay in there that's going to be able to help develop car, the new car. Um, you know, put people in place. He's got great ideas. Uh, so he's going to bring that usefulness and then infusion of energy into that that uh, that team that I think is going to continue to help propel that team forward. And obviously, we know Jeff Gordon. You know Jeff Gordon with Hendrick. Uh, you know he he's basically the poster child for Hendrick Motorsports. And uh, you know I think Rick Hendrick is probably in the next few years going to be like, hey, look, man, like I'm I'm ready to start toning it back on my day to day operation. And a, a guy like Jeff that has been with that organization basically from day one of his career, um, you know, he knows the ins and outs. He knows how Rick Hendrick works. He knows that people are what drive that organization. He's going to continue that legacy of Rick Hendrick when Rick Hendrick is gone, you know. I think he's going to uphold Rick's legacy and build on it. I mean, he's got guys like Chad Canals there now. Um, there's tons and tons of great people in that organization that, he is going to be able to make the right decisions. I, I mean, I even heard that, you know, Jeff Gordon played a lot in getting uh, Kyle Larson to Hendrick Motorsports. Now, I know we all figured he was going to land there eventually after his situation last year, but still, Jeff Gordon went to bat for him. Uh, he reminds us a lot of Jeff Gordon early on in his career. And, uh, you know, Jeff Gordon is going to be a big player in the years to come leading Hendrick Motorsports. I, I couldn't have said it. Good. I'm, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I, I couldn't agree with you more about the innovation and in, in what Jeff Gordon's going to bring to the table. When Jeff Gordon came to NASCAR right off the bat, he did things differently. He did things his way, and I'll be damned if they didn't work. Uh, he, I mean, he, Jimmy Johnson may have won seven titles over there, but make no mistake, Jeff Gordon is the is, 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 foundation of that so absolutely positively and and on the, by the way on jeff gordon's uh rainbow warrior team was steve latart and chad canals i mean you talk about you talk about a, a group of people that know what the hell they're doing um that that's just probably the best team maybe the best team nascar has ever seen was was yeah. one of those years there yeah, with jeff gordon warrior and those team, guys yeah. are there uh, yep. fantastic what's the innovation and the things that are happening with these these newer teams and Brad Keselowski obviously thinks outside the box. He 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 
um, has beats his own drum. Um, <laughs> and his Justin Marks is coming into the same thing. I think that the older guys, kind. I mean, this is a new NASCAR, Jimmy. This is a very different NASCAR than what it's been even in the last 10 years. And those guys have a hard time. They all struggled with social media at first, right? They had no idea what social media. And, and the, these guys are never going to understand NFTs or cryptocurrency or any dumb shit like that. That's not, that, that's not I mean, that's ridiculous. It's, I think it's time for the old guard to kind of, I don't necessarily want them to go away. I don't want to sound torch, mean or. Excellent. It's definitely time to pass the torch, and I think what we've seen out of Justin Marks over there, what we've seen out of um, you know the twenty three team, what we've seen out of. I'll be honest with. You. I- I'm super excited to see how how this all turns, and, and it's, it is probably the most exciting thing that's happened, in my opinion, in this NASCAR season, is seeing how, you know, next year is going to be different, not just because nobody's going to know what the hell's going on, but next year is going to be different because there's going to be uh, four major teams are, 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 you know, of course the 23 is going to stay the same unless they get another car, but Four major teams, four brand new ways of looking at things, and I, I couldn't be I couldn't be more excited. Um, yeah. We we got to talk about um, Pocono here. You were up there for the Sunday race, Jimmy. This is like the fifth race in a row that the stands were very full. When they showed yeah. shots of the campground out there, Jimmy, I actually dude, was was packed, proud. Packed, dude, it was a shit ton of campers, man. Yeah. That's, a, that's yeah, that, the most I've ever seen in my life, dude. <laughs> that, that's a that's a good it, it, it's it dude it, it looked good and it looked like it was at least seventy five percent full. That's a big damn infield. Um, now, Jimmy, you were up there for the Sunday race. I, I if any place can pull off a double header, it's got to be a big place like that. It's got to be a place yeah. where you can have you know some music festival and some other shit going on. You know, Talladega might be able to pull that off, but, you know, come that second race, hell, everybody would be so damn hungover. I'm not sure anybody would go watch it. But I think from from where I was in Texas watching the weekend activities, I was jealous as everybody that was out there hanging out having a good time. I think it's a, a perfect place to run the double. Those races kind of get strung out. It's you know, It used to be the 24 hours of Pocono, but I think it's a good way to break this thing up and to get this done, what do you think about Jimmy Wags? Hell, you were there. Yeah, I mean, I had a blast, man. It was hot as hell. Um, but uh, the stands were packed and full. And, I mean, the energy, man, just everybody there was just there to enjoy the races. Yeah. You had, I mean, you had basically five races in a three-day span. Like, what, like, and you got your bang for your buck, you know? Yeah. Um, and I honestly think Pocono may be one of the only places that can pull it off. It's a great tourist destination. People love to go camp in that area. Um, you know, it's a couple's retreat, so to speak. So, yeah. you know, it's uh, it's definitely, it definitely. I had a, I had a blast. I always like going. You know, the racing is, racing is what it is. I've seen some great races there. I've seen some stinkers there. Um, yeah. But I think what NASCAR has with this doubleheader, shortening the races up uh, even more. 
Um, it just it was it was great, man. And obviously, you know, Saturday, you know, Kyle Larson leading the last lap going into turn three and cutting the tire was just we didn't see it oh. coming. We did we did see it no. coming. And what a what a great ending to a race. I mean, Pocono has always had those types of finishes. Um and uh, you know, and then turnaround Sunday, it was a few mileage race and uh, it was just like throwback NASCAR, man, and yeah. I, I, I had a blast too. So I I can't wait to get back up there next year. And I, I hope it stays exclusive to Pocono. It's something you know, Dar- Darlington did the uh, throwback weekend. You know what? Yeah. This should be exclusive to Pocono, the doubleheader. I, I think you're right. I, I like that, Jimmy. I like it a lot. And I got to tell you, that 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 race Sunday, you know, I watched the whole thing. And we were texting back and forth, and Billy and a couple of Johnny and Jason, we were it, – it kind of was a stinker. And, but the longer it went on, Jimmy, the more invested you became. And it had and become yeah. like a – a 7-6 football game where you got the ball in your hands in the last quarter and the last drive, and, and I held the last 30 laps of that race were pretty damn entertaining because of the fuel situation, because of everything that was going on. At the end of it, Jimmy, I was happy that I watched the race. Was it exciting with, with you know, passes for the lead? No, but I thought it was a good exciting race it was kind of like a throwback like you said but I, I thought if you if you paid attention and watched that whole race and you followed the strategy i don't think you could look at that race and not be not be uh, entertained unless you're a brand new fan i could see maybe where you might not you know where's all the passing where's it but i thought it was a very good technical race billy uh, or excuse me jimmy and i think billy is wrong when he says that that race sucked i i think what 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 it is is it just takes a it takes a deeper appreciation, and if you're not watching it, and, I, and he was not watching it full time, he'd watch some laughs and go do some things. If you watch that race and you're and you're a fan of the sport, you're going to be entertained. You were there and you were entertained. I think everything that you said about that was was fantastic. And and could you imagine if that race was how many how many more laps? How many laps did they shave off that thing? Um, uh, so 60? I want to say it was uh, one sixty was like the was the was the four hundred milers. Yeah, so yeah. One hundred sixty. Uh, Saturday's race was one hundred thirty five laps, and I think yeah. Sunday was forty. So yeah, could, could you imagine another twenty laps of that shit? I mean, I uh-huh. I mean, I, I I think I think the the I think the race is long enough. It could actually be maybe you know Shorter. you could probably you shave you know, up a little bit more. Yeah, I was gonna say shave you know shave five laps off of every stage or uh, ten laps off of the stage and it could probably be okay. But but I think it's that's what NASCAR needs to do and that's what old-time NASCAR people aren't, aren't willing to do. And I think that's something that they would look into, maybe even making it shorter and having more things to do because it doesn't the, – the product is – when you get those guys out there for a restart, Jimmy, shit, that was fun. Yeah, the restarts <laughs> bananas, man, especially going down into turn one. Oh, uh, and tunnel turn it like mm-hmm. I, I, I Pocono is not so much of a great place to watch a race because yeah. the track is so damn big. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, watching it on TV, you know, there's just so much places where, especially on restarts, where guys are dive bombing three wide, four wide, pushing each other down the, the straightaways. Yeah. Uh, you know, guys getting loose and uh, wrecking in the tunnel turn, trying to hold it wide open. You know. It, it it definitely has its uh, uniqueness, uh, and I think that's why I enjoy. So you know, I enjoy going 
even though the racing isn't all that great. It's just unique, you know? Well, if there was six Pocono tracks out there, they would suck. Having yeah. one is is a nice thing to go to, and then having two races in a weekend that are shorter, I mean, how can you not like that? we got to talk about um, everybody's favorite crybaby, Kyle Busch. What a phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal job um, to, to bring Dude, that sucker done, home. Man. Dude, I thought he was uh, done. Yeah. When, he, when, they said, when they said he only had fourth gear and they had to push yeah. him out of his pit stall, I'm like, there's yeah. no way in hell he could win this damn thing. No and way. I, I'm, I'll be honest, I didn't even – See him drive through the field that last restart, dude. All of a sudden, he's in front of Bubba, right behind yeah. Danny. I'm like, how the hell did he get up here? Uh, yeah. But, I mean, he, he he did a great job, man. And, uh, coming back down the pit road that last time before the restart, really what, what got him to win, got him the extra gas to get to the end. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought Bubba had a shot, man, but he was in full, uh, full fuel stage mode for that yeah. whole entire run. So, uh, but hell, man, it was it was a great day. I, I, well, let's I, put it this was, way. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 we've seen Dale Jr. have a have a have a problem there and trying to get the thing out of gear. It, you know, rev the over rev the engine, blow it up. We've yeah. seen Kevin Harvick yeah. do the same thing. Uh, those are two very good drivers. Kyle Busch. I mean, he he not only did he not blow up the engine, which Hall of Fame drivers have done. Uh, he brought how he restarted. Like I don't know how he even restarted, but the way he restarted and was able to keep it going and and to win that thing is literally one of the most remarkable things I have yeah. seen in a very long time in a, in a in a cup car. That was the 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 skill that it takes to be able to not fuck it up is yeah. is unbelievable. Um, and hats off. He yeah. he laid back like the I saw the the second to last caution. He yep. he started accelerating in the tunnel turn, and he got to the back of the pack as they were crossing the start-finish line. The last caution flag, he laid back about halfway down the short chute in the three, and as soon as they started, you know, um, to accelerate in the restart zone, he started hauling ass, and he <laughs> caught the back of the pack, and he just timed it perfect. He timed it perfect. Yeah. He had a fast car. He was fast on Saturday, and uh, – Hell, you don't need first, second, and third. You just need to be in fourth to to get it to the end. And hey, man, that's what he did. Al Bush, man. So hey, we do we do need to say um, uh, congrats to that uh, twenty three bunch over there. Michael Jordan happened to be there. Oh, big congrats to the. <laughs> I'm very happy for that uh, Team Twenty Three and for Bubba Wallace because I listen. I, I'm a big believer in. I don't give a shit. How you get there? If you finish fifth, you earned it in every damn NASCAR race I've ever seen. Um, you don't get up there because somebody picked you up and moved you in front of the field. You got there because you either drove through the field or you were smart enough to take advantage of shit that was happening. And I, I'm good. I don't care how you got to fifth. You got to fifth, and they earned it. And that's a big thing in front of their owner. Their owner has put a little pressure. On that, on those guys over there, but to come off of a fifth place, going to a road course race that really nobody's, you know, we haven't raced there in a long time. We can talk about that here in a minute with Rob Lopes, but very impressive for that team, Jimmy. And I know you were excited as hell, but it, it shows flashes of where that team has some brilliance, and and we all knew they were going to struggle a little bit, you know, this year. I think going forward for the twenty three team, Jimmy. 
I'm looking at this this next half of the season to see if they can improve their position. Because if they can improve their position, Jimmy, I think they're going into the winter very, very happy. What do you think? Yeah. Um, first off, Billy Bradley, we finished top five. That one's for you, Billy. Um, but, uh, dude, he was strong. He was strong. Bubba was strong on Saturday, and we didn't. Uh, I say we, but the team had some strategies. Some guys played some strategy behind them, and uh, they wound up finishing 14th, but he ran around the top 10 all day. And on Sunday, he ran he ran top 10 a lot during the day. Um, yep. He was he was sixth, uh, fifth or sixth in that first stage, and uh, you know I, I, they were fast, man. They had speed, and if it wasn't for field mileage, dude, he was running down Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Kurt. All those guys in the last run, and he obviously he had to save fuel to get to the end. And um, but uh, the momentum is there, dude. We finished 13th at Sonoma. Uh, you know, not not a great run at Nashville, right? But they had some tire problems. They ran over some debris, cut a tire down. But they were running top 12 before that. Um, so they've been on an uptick, man. And right now they're 54 points out of the last playoff spot. But Kurt Busch yeah. has the last playoff spot by three points over, um, if I'm not mistaken, Chris Buescher. But they're 54 back. They're tied with Ricky Stenhouse Jr. right now. You know, the road courses are going to – you got uh, Road America this weekend. You got Indy coming up, and I believe Watkins Glen. If Bubba can get better, if Bubba can finish top 20, top 15 um, at at these road courses, that's going to set up for him really, really good heading into the tracks that we know he's, you know, he's good at the Michigans, the, uh, you know, Daytonas, um, you know, those, those types of tracks. Uh, if, he, if he can score top 15, even top 10, top 10 is a win. Uh, in yeah. my instance, he, and with these road courses coming up, but he's got to stay solid. They can't have 20, 20, 21st, or, you know, 25th place finishes at these tracks. They got to score top 15. And if they can do that and keep, Calling and inching, inching at, uh, inching away at it, man. We're gonna have ourselves a hell of a battle going into Daytona uh, in August when we get to that cutoff race. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be, it's gonna be something to watch. And it's another thing that I think is gonna keep NASCAR fans excited um, as we move forward. Let's bring, uh, let's bring Rob Lopes in, uh, Jimmy Wags. Let's bring him in. Let's talk about uh, this Road Course America we're going to. You ready? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Hey Rob, what's up? You sound real useful, man. Like uh, you, we haven't heard from you in a few weeks, man. You, you sound uh, yeah. You sound like three years younger than that, brother. You, you been lifting weights or something? Yeah. No. <laughs> I've been working like a convict, man. <laughs> well, what, what, we figured you're either buried or bored, and uh, both things are lead to trouble. Um, but we're glad we got you on here, pal. Go listen. I got a lot of questions about this uh we just talked about the Pocono race and some of the news that uh that took place here with um uh, Heck, there's, there's no news out there is there i mean there's yeah. nothing going on in the sport yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah, there's a little bit of news uh, shit I, what we were saying rob is that this is uh, you know we knew 2021 was going to be a special year just because it's uh, the literally the end of an era and I, the shit that's happening here in this and it, I, I did not see all these things happen. And, Rob, you've been in the sport for a while. Uh, Chip Ganassi is just getting up and getting out all the way. Can you remember another owner of his 
presence doing the same thing like like this? I mean, is that because I, I, I can't remember one? I have to go back to the seventies before I, I I can't find anybody back till then. What about you? No, I I, I mean nothing of that caliber. I mean you know owners yeah. have come and gone and uh, nothing but nothing of you know two car team just saying you know what I'm done I'm selling out whatever. Yeah. I mean things have transitioned and such like that or. You know, other people have bought assets, but I don't recall anybody just saying, all right, I'm done, I'm out, you know, of that caliber. Yeah. You know what I mean? An organization of that caliber and of, of that uh, respect, you know, that level of respect. Um, I find it interesting that uh, Trackhouse is basically buying that organization and it still stays two cars. Um, I would venture to guess that, if, if it, I mean, this is just speculation, obviously, but it looks like it'll be Daniel Suarez and uh, and Ross as the drivers out of that organization. I think uh, Kurt Busch, I mean, he said he's getting out, but he didn't say. I don't recall him saying he's actually retiring. Yeah. Uh, I, come if on, I had to, Kurt. Come on, Kurt. I mean, 2011. We need, we got, we I, need, we need Kurt. I think, I, you know, that's, if I had, I'm going to use my crystal ball, and I'm going to sit here and speculate. And, I'm, and believe me, I don't know anything. And just, and just to back that up, is I learned more on social media about the Brad Keselowski deal than I did in the shop um, the other day. So I would say Kurt Busch goes to 2311. They, they turn that into a two-car organization. Um, it sounds like possibly maybe a – how do you say it? Co colleague? Cooley? Colleague? Colleague, yeah. Colleague. Yeah. I, I can never, you know, I can never pronounce that, and, and no disrespect to, to that team. Um, but uh, I, it seems like they're going to make themselves a presence in uh, on the cup side. They've been yeah. showing a lot of success and a lot of tenacity on the Xfinity side. So uh, you're going to see some, see some new cars, some new numbers, uh, drivers moving around a little bit for next year, which is good. I, I, I mean, you need to keep that car count somewhere where it is, if not improve it. Um, we, we definitely don't want to start losing cars coming to the racetrack, uh, especially with this new car coming out. We want to keep the car count up. So that that's just my little crystal ball speculation. Well, there's, if you've been following NASCAR for more than 10 years and you didn't already put uh, Kurt Busch in the um, 2311, <laughs> I mean, you, you're just not paying attention. That's absolutely yeah. going to happen. I mean, there's no I, I, doubt about it. I don't think he does. You know, I I, I think he he wants to drive. Yeah. He he, he doesn't want to get out of the race car, and yeah. and I I I don't see that that's a bad fit for him over there. And especially now with this news coming out, you know, like it. Yeah. it I I think he was I think he was getting he was getting tired over there. Perhaps, yeah. Or, or tired. Yeah. He was. He was tired of the situation, tired of the surroundings, and not that they don't run good, and not that that bunch, that one bunch, is a, is a good is a good group. I know a lot of them over there, and it's a good organization. But you know, sometimes things just fizzle out, you know, and uh, you well, know, change is always good, especially for, it's not bad for a driver. They get in a rut, they need to get out and do things, and a guy like like Kurt Busch, everywhere he's gone, he's had success, and there's no reason yeah. to believe that he's not going to go somewhere else. And not have a level of success. The big thing that he's going to do for twenty three eleven is is for the people that are working behind the wall and up on the box. 
Um, he'll be a, a KG veteran to be able to explain that car. I mean, Bubba Wallace has now got years under his belt, but he doesn't have the kind of years that Kurt Busch does. And Kurt Busch has a wide, varying um, uh, range of, 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 of different uh, – I mean, he drove IndyCar. Um, and I think he would help that team, even if it's just for a short term, but I think he would help that team um, immensely and make them a, a force to be reckoned with. Jimmy, you, um, you, uh, you, you, <laughs> you said for a long time before even this that you thought 2311 was going uh, to be a two-car team. Does this, make, does this make sense to you? It absolutely makes a ton of sense. Uh, Kurt Busch has made every organization he's gone to uh, because of his skill behind the wheel, uh, he's made that organization better. Uh, now, there are things that, you know, personality-wise and outside of the car <laughs> that kind of hindered him a little bit. But, yeah. you know, he went to Chip Ganassi, and you know what? That even helped uh, before Kyle Lawson, uh, you know, had his situation last year. He helped that organization because uh, they weren't running that good. Um, and he's made the playoffs every year he's been there. Uh, he's going to bring that experience, that championship pedigree, he, and he's going to push Bubba. That's the thing. He's, Bubba's going to now have somebody that can re- he can rely on and say, hey, we're running yeah. the same equipment. This is yeah. what I'm doing. This is where I can help you. And, uh, you know, it's just going to make it's going to make it a better situation. So I'm looking forward to it. I hope the dream team comes together because two of my favorite drivers that be on the same team. So. Yeah, um, it's funny. Both you and I are long time. Uh, I mean, I still want to call him the outlaw. Um, uh, I, I'd love that, but we're we're long time uh, uh, supporters of his, and it, it's definitely interesting times. Uh, I mean, if you told young Bob Lopes twenty five years ago that <laughs> this is where we would be in as a as a sport, and by the way, still be in pretty good shape. Uh, young Rob Lopes would probably be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it is so wildly different, Rob. Yeah. I, and I guess this is, you're probably used to this stuff now, just getting completely wildly crazy, huh? Yeah, it's uh, just when you think, uh, like, ah, uh, you know, I'm not going to experience a whole lot of new stuff at this point, you know, all the years. <laughs> yeah. I've seen it all. all you, know, or, you, you know, just when you think you've seen it all, you have Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, one I I will say, yeah, there's there's things that, you know, for lack of a better way to put it, yeah, there's sometimes when I fear change. But on the other hand, it's uh, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad to you know get some new experience. I mean, a here, prime example this weekend going to Road America. I've never been there. I don't know where the bathroom is. Stop it, Rob. Uh, Stop it, Rob. You were there at the first cup race in 1956, Rob. Stop it. <laughs> that's, that's a rumor. Yeah. <laughs> and he was shaving in the bathroom back there. You don't remember yeah. that, Rob? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought up Road America because um, how do you – I mean, this is we've gone to a couple new tracks here, but this is a road course for Pete's sake. How do you prepare? What do you do as a tire guy? Kind of prepare for a race track that we've never been to, and uh, since the fifties, and you've never personally been to. Well, uh, you know, I've I've seen the Xfinity races on TV, and the coverage is excellent. So mm-hmm. I just <laughs> I'm just nice, nice, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. A little homage. Um, yeah. 
So, but you know, it's a it's a very big, very fast road course. There's um one, if I recall, there's a technical, a, a little bit of a technical portion there. Um, uh, I think they call it the carousel or something. And I, from what I remember, is that's one of those places where uh, that part of the racetrack. I mean, you kind of drive it with a throttle a little bit, um, and the rest of it's just high speed. You know, it like our our two. I dare I say, our two regular road courses, um, Sonoma and Watkins Glen. Sonoma is more of a technical road course, whereas Watkins Glen has a little more speed. Well, this place has a lot of speed. It is very big, a lot of big straightaways. Um, and I think what you're going to see is you're you're going to see uh, see you're going to see a neat race because you know there's not many not many in the field have made laps there. A lot of the younger guys have, obviously, that came through the Infinity Series. Um, so it, it'll be interesting. As far as preparation from a tire guy standpoint, tires are tires on a road course. We've run this tire before. We don't know how it's going to behave here, so we'll see. Just keep an eye on it. Um, and you just, uh, I mean, you're, you're, you're going to play it as it comes. Uh, I mean, it, it's still a road course race. It doesn't matter what part of the country you're in. You're just going to learn it as you go. Uh, I've, I've got enough experience personally that I'm not, I'm not going up there, you know, eyes wide, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what am I going to do? No, it's a road course. You're going to listen to the radio. You're going to, yeah. you know, if, if he locks the tires up. Now, it is big, so they're not going to, you know, you're not going to, I mean, I think it's, what, four miles? Yeah, it's That's a big place, man. You know, there's probably there's probably parts of that racetrack where they'll be, they'll be on the racetrack and you won't even hear them. Yeah. You know? So, you know, I think it'll be pretty cool. I think it's going to be a neat experience. I think it's going to be good for the sport. So, um, One thing I'm looking forward to, and Jimmy and I talked about it when we, we rehashed Pocono, but I, this, <laughs> it's going to be a good I, – I, it's going to be exciting because nobody's got a whole lot of experience here. But, two, this is a perfect track for somebody to run out of gas at the wrong fucking place oh, at yeah. the wrong fucking time. <laughs> Nobody knows how to calculate it. We don't have a whole lot of data there. So, Jimmy, we might – we, we might be treated to another fuel mileage race, and and uh, and then on a road course that makes these things wildly fun to see how far they can coast on this thing. Um, Jimmy, you're getting you're gonna i race it tomorrow. Is that what you said? I'm gonna jump on there tonight, man. I, I got a race at nine o'clock, so you're gonna try it out uh, right on. I'm gonna try it out, see how it is, and I'll report back next week. I'm not a good road course racer. I'm decent, <laughs> but I'm not. There's a lot of really good guys on there that can road course racing. I just try to keep all four on the track. <laughs> well, hell, if you can do that, um, you, you, you got a shot, at least. That's what My dad used to tell me, if you swing the bat, you're dangerous, son. Uh, even if you close your fucking eyes, you, you're more dangerous than if you don't swing. So right. uh, being in the, in the race at the end is, is not a bad thing there. Well, we're getting ready to go. It's going to be an interesting travel. Like Rob said, he doesn't know where anything is there, that sort of thing. We've had great attendance the last five weeks or so. I hope that continues. I don't even know what the stands look like, how you even watch a race there. Sorry to cut you off, Dan. That's right. They were expecting like 125,000 people there this weekend. You know what? I heard that. I heard the same thing, Jimmy. I heard the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're expecting a big crowd there. And I don't think the weather's going to be all that bad. If I recall, it's like mid-80s or something and not much of a chance of rain. Yeah, no, the temperature's going to be fantastic. So that's, that's, uh, that is really exciting. I hope that's true. I hope they have a great time. And I hope it's a, after I see it 
you know, with the cup cars on it. I hope it makes you want to go up and see it next year. This is it's oh. a very exciting time with everybody being able to be at the track. I imagine it's <laughs> it's a nice uh, change of pace there, isn't it, Rob? Yeah, it'll be. I, by the way, not to change the subject real quick, but I just yeah. looked at the weather. All right, I could be mistaken. Uh, 94 degree sunshine mixed cloud. Oh, shit. Okay, little, 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 little. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, it could be on the warm side. All right, so we'll we'll check that out. Bring um, sunscreen. No, but, yeah, Bring I think it'll... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, making biscuits. Um, it's powder. <laughs> so... <laughs> hey, hey, they eat cheese curd. They eat cheese curd hey, in Wisconsin, Ross. Listen, you curd. know, hey, yeah. I hear you. <laughs> and let me tell you something. If they ain't squeaky, then you don't need them. They got to be right. So, but yeah, I I I think it's going to be good. It's going to be a neat thing. Um, it's going to be neat for everybody. It'll be neat for the fans up there. I mean, not that they're you know they're not new to to racing or NASCAR racing up there. I mean, you know, with the Xfinity Series coming up there pretty regular, and you know, rate racing strong in Wisconsin as it is. Yeah. So, but it'll um, be cool up there. It'll be cool for everybody. Rob, you got the you got the first pick. Uh, Jimmy won one of the races. Uh, last week, so he'll go last. You got the first pick here this weekend. New place, but obviously we know there's a there's eight to ten guys in here that seem to always be up front, and a bunch mm-hmm. are always right behind that. Rob, who's going to win, and who's your dark horse, bud? Mm-mm-mm-mm. The dark horse is going to have to be good God. How do you not take Kevin Harvick as a dark horse right now? I mean, and the yeah. fact that he's still a dark horse, I mean, it's it's, it is it is insane. I mean, who the fuck? You know, uh, I, I and I honestly thought last week was going to be his week in Pocono. I, that uh, on Sunday, I mean, they yep. were up front; they were running really well. Um, but anyway, I'm going to take Carvick the four as my dark horse, and because um, I'd be a fool not to. Uh, I think my winner. I think the winner, man, the winner is going to be the 19. Oh shit! Okay, um, I wasn't thinking Martin Truex, but that's actually a great pick. I. I um I can't believe Denny Hamlin hasn't won yet, and I, I don't. The, the two biggest winners from last season. The two it's biggest crazy. winners from last season. How do Rob, for every reason you just said, I'm going to take the 11, even though he doesn't stack up road course wins like like a lot of guys. But I just, as long as they're available, I feel like an idiot if I don't take them. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they, they can win at any time, so I, I'm going to take him. I, the the winner. Um, you know, Kyle Larson's been on a, a tear. That Hendrick Motorsports oh, group is really good, and uh, but and but young Ryan Blaney. Um, I, 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 this is the kind of course that I think he can be real good on. But I, I just cannot pass up the opportunity to take a, a Chevy here, and I'm going to take uh, Chase Elliott. Um, wow, because he's uh, he's got several. <laughs> but I, I think I think I'm going to take the nine and the eleven. I can't believe those two picks are there. But Jimmy, you still got a host of good guys out there. Who are you going to take? Uh, man, damn! He took my. I was hoping you were going to stay away from Chase. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it! Uh, I mean, but let's let's. I'll be honest. I'm going to steal Billy's pick just to shove it to him. There you go. <laughs> We finished top five this week, Billy. Top five, baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take, take Kyle Larson to win. Wow. Um, I mean, and why not? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to just stick it to Billy Bradley so he can't pick him. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. And a uh, co- couple fun facts I learned about. Uh, cola generators 
is based out of Wisconsin, Rob, and the, I believe the headquarters is 16 miles away from Road America. That's four laps of Road America. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ryan Newman's running the Trans Am race up there. So That is correct. Oh, yeah. shit. You know, yeah, look at I you doing you the guys, research. You guys need a shot in the arm, man. I'm taking Ryan Newman as my double course. Let's oh, my God. Go. Yeah. Go. All right. Let's do it. Let's shit, that's great. Break your heart. Bless your heart, Jimmy. <laughs> That's great. Well, I, I, I already got the rocket man at Daytona. I, something tells me. Uh, something t- I'm sorry, I love you, Rob, but Daytona's off limits. <laughs> yeah. Daytona, I hear you. And Paul was winning that race. So I'm taking that. Uh, we, we already locked me in. Daytona uh-huh. off. Bubba is my winner. I'm not changing it. So oh, good Lord. In. Write it down in pen. Yeah, it's uh, it's written in pen right now. Uh, for yeah. sure, I'm glad I got it. I got a tattooed on my arm. Bubba's winning at Daytona. Okay, I I hang on a minute. I'm literally writing a note and I'll text it to us when we're done here, so we've got it. Um, but you're you're down, Jimmy. We got you down now, buddy. Um, okay. Rob's good to hear you. Um, and uh, and. and Jimmy, um, thanks for going to the race last week and, and reporting on it for us. Uh, appreciate that. For sure. Jimmy Wags, for Rob Lopes, this is Dad O. Let's have a good race at Road America, everybody. Sounds like a winner. Oh, yeah. We'll see you next week. Appreciate it, Dan. Appreciate it, Jimmy. Yes, sir.